shepherdess at Harmony Farms, where we encourage you to think big, start small, and don't quit. Today's episode of the Shepherdess Podcast is taken from a recent video from YouTube. You're going to notice that a lot in the coming weeks. I want to stay consistent on this platform, but to be honest, in order to diversify, I've got to repurpose. And it's actually an excellent way just to get you guys all of the information I am putting out. So transition in audio quality, and also you will notice that I spliced in a portion of an interview with Joel Salatin, and the transition comes kind of without much of a warning. Please subscribe to my newsletter. I have put a direct link to my newsletter in the show notes. I am kind of coming up against an understanding of the vulnerability of these social platforms as I begin to talk about different kinds of content. And if you guys want to check out what I mean by that, just go to my most recent video on YouTube where I talk about the Bill Gates situation, buying up farmland, and what really lies behind it. So as always, I'm going to shove the newsletter. Please subscribe to my newsletter if you want to stay in touch long term. And if you're listening to this podcast now, enjoy the episode. A study of 233 millionaires was taken by grow.acorns.com. And across this entire study group, some startling commonalities were found. Most millionaires cited more than one source of income, with 65% citing three streams of income, 45% citing four streams of income, and 29% citing five streams of income. Would you say that diversity is key to profitability on farm, or can somebody make it just doing sheep or just doing beef? Customers want, they want more variety. They want more choice. And whether your venue is a farmer's market stand, an internet shopping cart, or a on-farm place, they want to have more options when they come, whatever your venue is. And so that customer who might be a $25 customer with just beef becomes a $200 customer with beef, cheese, kombucha. Absolutely. It's a lot easier to find 100 customers that will spend $1,000 with you than 1,000 customers who will spend $100 with you. That's And that is a true case for diversity right there in a way that's really yeah. easy to understand. The millionaires in this study said they did not let failure deter them. And 27% said that they had failed at least once in a business. Nearly all of the millionaires in this study said that an optimistic attitude and a clear vision helped them, especially when times were tough. All right, guys, so today's video is a bit of tongue in cheek, and that is Secrets of Millionaire Farmers. Now, I'm not a millionaire farmer. In fact, if you've been following this channel, you will know that I pretty much have invested all of my savings to this point to build the farm I'm on right now. But as I've been putting out videos over the past couple of weeks that kind of address revenue projections and more of the financial side of what I'm looking at, I've had a plethora of comments ranging from, wow, you're only going to be making that much to, wow, you must be rich, which is an absolutely perfect segue into a video that I have been wanting to create for a long time, addressing the reality that as farmers, we need to diversify in order to generate any sizable income for ourselves. Now, this is also tongue in cheek for me personally, because I understand there is no such thing as a self-made millionaire. God gives the increase in any business, but I have interviewed enough six and seven figure farmers to realize a very strong and common thread in these farmers' business models. 
and that is diversity on one front or another. Let's just go very first with the world's most famous farmer, Joel Salatin. He cited during an interview that I recorded with him that they had just finished $3 million in sales for 2020. And these sales cover categories like book sales, tours, in addition to food. Last year, I toured Windy Meadows Farms, and they are highly successful with a pasture-raised chicken business, but they have diversified even within this single product. They run pasture-raised chickens. In addition to this, they have a hatchery, and they sell chicks. In addition to this, they have a processing facility. They process their own chickens, and they take in work from others who have grown their own chickens. Yet again, I talked to another six-figure farmer, Luke Gross of Gross Family Farms. He runs a meat CSA. And to facilitate that CSA on such a large scale, he runs six different species, giving him the ability to offer his customer base variety month after month after month. And even broaden your perspective here. Right now my farm takes me about 12 hours per week. This allows me to maintain my full-time job, which I work from a home base. Another somewhat unique side job that I have is leather working. This is a craft that I absolutely love, but it is played into the diversified element on farm. I'm able to create products and use what I know of the internet and sales thereon to market these leather goods and sell them to the public and create yet another farm-based income stream. To go for income stream number four for myself here on the farm, this media work is another farm-based income stream. I've used what I know of marketing to offer information to people and to build a platform that can also generate a bit of income for me while I work my farm and while I grow my farm. 65% of the millionaires in this study had at least three different income streams. 45% had four income streams and 29% had five income streams. And to be honest, as a business person and as an investor, farming for me is one piece of a very well diversified portfolio. And that's really what I want to encourage here and now is for people to undertake agriculture as they would a side business. Start small and scale up. While we're talking about sheep and not Bitcoin or some other high profile stock, the reality is that food-based investments are pretty much foolproof and that you're going to end up with a product that is universal. And you're looking at stock that will increase by 30% every year if you are good in your management. Just 120 years ago, half of the US population lived on a farm. By the 1950s, that number was down to 16%. And today, the number of remaining American farmers is just 1.3%. We are a nation of 353 million people, relying on 1.3% of its population for three meals a day. The centrality of our food system has proven extremely fragile, and it's really time for each individual to undertake a portion of that responsibility back where they can. So in short, the secret of a millionaire farmer is basically just the secret of every other millionaire. And it's diversify, diversify, diversify. Whether it means bringing in multiple species and broadening your market appeal that way, or raising just one kind of animal and finding multiple ways to make money off of that one animal. Or if you're like me and you have diversified by creating several different types of business for yourself and farming just happens to be one of them. Comments of the week. First one from Corey Christofferson saying, Feed conversion is five to one for sheep versus nine to one for cattle. So that's a big plus in any operation. Hair sheep are easier than wooled breeds. But if you've never raised sheep, be ready for lots of unexpected problems to occur. I have lambed out as many as 11 
100 head when I was young and crazy, but now run 140 young ewes at age 67. My advice to anyone starting with sheep is to start with some 100 pound ewe lambs and keep your flock young. Another comment is actually a question from Keith Hogan asking if I have ever tried Shakely's Basic H as a dewormer for sheep. And yes, I have, and it failed terribly. I actually did a case study tracking the results with a fecal egg count over summer, and it did absolutely no good. I did a drench and not an in-water treatment for sheep because sheep do not drink enough water for the Basic H really to get into their system like it does for a cow. Shakely's Basic H is not an effective dewormer for sheep. So guys, thank you once again for listening to this episode of The Shepherdess Podcast. I hope it has encouraged you. And guys, if you would like more content surrounding regenerative farming for profit, please visit www.harmonyfarms.blog. Make sure to subscribe to my newsletter there. And I look forward to talking to you. Bye.